BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yes, I am a good Lord Goddess to you, Holden, and I hope Thank you. you remember it. Thank you. Say you'll remember me <laughs> standing in a nice dress, staring at the sunset. Wait, day. I haven't grabbed my luby. Red lips and rosy <laughs> jeans. Say you'll see me again, even, even if it's just in your wildest dreams. Uh, it's even in your wildest dreams. All these people right now are barfing in their little barf bags. Get over okay. it. We're going to talk kindly about this woman for a little bit. I know it kills you. I don't Everyone wants to die having to talk about Taylor talk Swift. kindly about the woman. No, we are going to be talking. It's it's your week. It's y'all's time to shine right now. We thought it was during the week of midnights, but in fact, it's not. It is during this uh, Swift city. This is insane. You, you <laughs> And all of your friends, Holden, I am pointing at you right now. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, we're crazy. You seized a city. Yeah, a city has been taken by Taylor Swift. Another fun stat. uh, It's the same stadium that the Super Bowl was in this year. uh, Had way more, had more attendance. That's fun. Than the Super Bowl. That's fun. We'll (laughs) hand it to her. Isn't that awesome? Insane. (laughs) I, I feel like... I feel like the Swifties are slowly becoming like Eagles fans, where uh-huh. they're scared whether whether she performs well or whether she doesn't. <laughs> they're going burned. to tear the city down. <laughs> and I think I love to support it with the Philadelphia Eagles fans, but also I'm not in Philly, so I don't have to be scared There's of them. There's also the band, the Eagles. I was game. like, how dare you? We're no Hall- Hall- Hotel California. <laughs> Yeah, we well we are that. I'm always ready to take it easy, and I will fight. No, I will, I don't fight anyone that hates the Eagles because everyone does the. Uh, the Eagles. Eagles. Like, yeah, I know. Eagles, We've man. all seen the Big Lebowski. Yes, I know, but I still like my. <laughs> okay. Did that offend you? Did that part of the movie offend you a little bit? No, well, he got kicked out of the cab. That doesn't. That doesn't it's offend the me. The movie doesn't offend people. me. It's the backlash for the past thirty years right. that offends me. And then everyone, I'm like, I don't know if you're. Are you saying this? Because of the Big Lebowski, or are you just saying it because you genuinely hate the Eagles? And if you hate the Eagles, fine. Mazel to ye. Fine, you hate the Eagles. Don't yuck my yum. Well, and legendary alternative and punk and everything else, uh, badass music producer Steve Albini recently started a giant Twitter uh, debate about the worthiness of Steely Dan. And I'm a Dan man. <laughs> and he went after my Dan. So I get you on that. And I feel 
feel like the way you're feeling about protecting the Eagles is kind of the way I've been feeling a little bit about protecting Steely Dan because it's just like... Is it because of Aja? I love Aja. I think Aja's a masterpiece, you know? And yeah, he was coming after all sorts of stuff. He went after Aja. He went after people who refer to them as the Dan. He described me. He described a dad with a beard that needs to go jump off a bridge or whatever he said we should do. He described my people, you know what I mean? But yeah, I became like a fan of the Dan. I'm a Dan man. I get it, man. I'm a, I'm a Dan man as well. You know, like I will groove to a dirty work. Ugh. Oh, you put on dirty work and I will groove until I have become a pencil. I In my head, I was a piece. Okay, go with me. I was a piece of wood. Yeah. And I was grooving, grooving so, so hard, hard that I've grooved yeah. myself Where all the, the way down into come, a pencil. Come from, the lead, though, if you were just the a The lead tree. was always within her. From <laughs> yeah. my spirit, Holden. Okay, the lead is your soul. Yes. And what are you writing <laughs> with the pencil that is <laughs> your soul at I that point? At this point, we're imagining a giant block of wood that doesn't know it's a pencil. Right. But it's always been a pencil on we the inside, know. and Steely Dan helps the wood discover its true <laughs> yeah, essence. Yeah, it's called the Steely is... Dan Tree. It's a sequel to The Giving Tree, and it's groove just about it, a tree that just grooves to the... Some old fogey leaves a speak, like a boombox playing Steely Dan on repeat. To do your dirty work. work. Oh, oh, do you want yeah. better? Drink scotch whiskey all night long and die behind the wheel. How good is that song? Man? I dare you to put on the Dan and not groove yourself into a pencil. Oh, That's what God, I have dude. to say right now. And not get hard. I want you to put tape your penis down <laughs> against your thigh and challenge yourself to not get hard. I don't think Steely or Dan is a hard cocaine. a hardman's music. You guys are describing two very different different experiences. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's is just true. getting grooved but hard the whole time. Right, I'm not imagining right. Jackie is like aroused while she's getting grooved. No. Either way, cocaine is involved yeah. for sure, right? Yeah. You're calling your boy. Yeah, as soon as I put the Dan in, I call my buddy Fast Richard. He shows <laughs> up. He usually just hears it. It's like the bat signal. He hears it's like, oh, Holden's listening to Dan. And then just like, gra- you know, grabs his poppers and everything else. Yeah, especially when I've got my down. cockroach bucket hat on. I yeah. do have a cockroach bucket hat on because Henry was so excited. He's like, I got you a gift. And he gave me this gift. And it is a bunch of yellow roaches on a bucket hat. And at first, I was truly disgusted. But then I realized I saw the beauty in the cockroaches that were on the hat. And now I'm, I mean, this is this is what happened. This is Pencil Jackie right now. And I ain't talking about weight. I'm talking about groove. Right. <laughs> and I am feeling so good today. And that's why, you know what? Taylor Swift can't get me down. Why would she? How would that ha- How would she out of Her success day? is not bringing you down. <laughs> no, her success is not bringing me down. You know what it is? You know why, Holden? Because I read... I read celebrity gossip every day. Right. And since her performance, everything is about Taylor Swift. 44 and I, songs I and over three hours of material. Care no anymore breaks. about it. I can, I'm astounded and I'm worried for you, Taylor. I've been thinking about you. I keep asking Lexi. She always rolls her eyes when I do this, but I'm like, Lexi, can you tonight when you do your prayers, can you please pray for Tay? <laughs> she needs all the help she can get. How are you supposed to do over three hours of material, 44 songs a night, every single two, at least two two nights a week? It is astonishing. All over the gl- spinning globe. It, it's, it makes no sense. It, it's, it's an anomaly and I need her to get all the way to August, all the way to the end of her tour. Uh, one of the shows I'm going to, the most important 
important ones. That's one that the seats aren't complete dog shit is the night before the last night of her American leg of the tour. I, I'm I'm already devastated for myself and for her. No, man, she's going to leave it all on sense. the stage. Is that what they say? Yeah. Leave it all on the field. Oh, dance yeah. floor, but yeah. Leave it all on the yeah, stage. Yeah, she's going to leave it all on the stage. She's going to be, you know, we had, our, I think our Texas, we're a lot like Taylor Swift, Obviously. and I think our Texas yes. shows. We've been touring. Yes. We've been globe We've been also yeah. just, you know, massive ticket sales, just like Taylor Swift. People breaking their computers, <laughs> yeah. throwing their computers out the window. Which also, you will have the opportunity to break your own computer coming up very soon. We will be letting you know our new dates for the release the butthole cut tour part two yeah. that is going to be coming to you and your town very soon. Please continue, MJ. I'm so excited. I will say too, no, we, we don't have audiences that were uh, greater than attended the Super Bowl, but we've had all audiences larger than the Super Bowl party I attended. Yeah. So I'm going to look at it like that. Very true. Like that. And we left it all on the field, yeah. you know? Yes. Oh, we did. We sure Oh, the killing field. Did. The yes. killing field. The yep. killing field. We sing that song at one point in the show for no reason. You guys got to see what we have to do. <laughs> the killing field. Were you just as excited about the fact that Taylor Swift did the bejeweled TikTok wow, dance? Isn't that amazing? While she was singing Bejeweled, I love this. the fans went wild. Yeah, I just love her and I love this. And I love that you brought up another Taylor Swift story. Let's just live in it. How far are we into the episode? <laughs> I'm just and how many people are we torturing it. right I'm now, too? To I'm, I'm, like, I'm talking to you, tortured person. Maybe we'll talk about something else in this episode. Who knows? We are. The person who hates are. that we're talking about Taylor Swift right now. I don't know. Maybe we'll just keep talking about what's your favorite era? <laughs> no, you know what, Holden? Holden, it sounds like you're being a real Labrador retriever. Whoa. Oh, you got to bring in the the, the <laughs> yeah, dog breeds yeah, story like, to cut off. And the you Taylor are definitely story. being a real Frenchie right now. <laughs> I'll be a Frenchie. Don't get my tongue anywhere near your mouth, and that includes the dog's mouth as well. We are talking about the reigning supreme champion of dog breeds. Yes, we are talking about the French bull. Bulldog, which is after 31 years, ousted Labrador Retriever as the top dog breed. It said, get out of here and hold it. How do you feel? Because I feel like I did just bulldog you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bulldogged right now, that common expression. <laughs> <laughs> to, to French bulldog someone is to just like lightly nudge them in a wet way out of the way that you were gonna, you know, you're like, I need you to leave. Right. I'm just gonna press my face against you. My, my, my <laughs> thing is this, yeah, I, I'm glad they addressed this in the article because there's a couple of insidious things going on like underneath this story. First of all, <laughs> French bulldogs have like horrible like respiratory issues yeah. and they're bred into oblivion and this is all um, purebred statistics and they're, they're is currently a big debate, so I'll just say this. Consider adoption. You should probably look into that. Oh, definitely. Instead of getting yet another Frenchie uh, out out on the market. You know what I mean? And if you need a purebred, try looking maybe for like purebred rescues, of which there are. I know that some people are like, some people want a breed because they know that it's good for families or good for apartments or good for kids or whatever. But yeah, I also feel um, like I love a French bulldog. I will stop every time I see a French bulldog. They'll be like, are you a little Frenchie? Are you a little Frenchie? And so don't get me wrong. Adorable. I love them. I love them. But in general, I think that it is health wise, it is um, mutts, I think, are just generally healthier. I think the purebred th- stuff is not yes. usually good for dogs. But health. especially Frenchies, they have a lot of uh, physical issues because of the. They're short snout. They're short snout. Also, if you just want some bread, 
Just get some bread, put some butter on it, peanut butter, jelly. Always good for a sandwich. Always good for you a lunch. You make it a bread Are pun you, right now. Is it like a breed? <laughs> wow. Like, like the word breed? Wow. <laughs> Is it too late to cancel this show and start over without holding? Yeah, let's you know, let's get back <laughs> to the top. Scotch whiskey all night we'll long. We'll take the tailor out the top. We'll just Dive scoop it like a fan. <laughs> I'm glad that we're talking about this very important topic because I was listening to the radio the other day. I just had the radio on for some reason, and they were talking about this very important. And everybody needs to know what happened, that the American Kennel Club has decided to oust the Labrador Retrievers. Arguably one of the best breeds. What's the title? What what, what, what title has the French Bulldog taken over from Labrador? Is it Favorite Dog of America? America's Favorite Dog Breed. Wow. It really is America's Favorite Dog. Uh, uh, For purebred, this is taking account all of the adoption statistics and everything like that. This is just purebred. Though. Right. Statistics. Yes, it's the American Kennel Club. This is all very, yes. They're all very scary. And I feel like we're looking at them. They're like the, you know, American history X here. Yeah. Just telling us what our dogs have to be. <laughs> wow. And I will not. American history X. I was not. Labrador. I see. You're talking about, you're talking about eugenics. What the fuck is that, <laughs> I'm against it. it. I'm saying go. I'm against it. Have to go you know, if we Mine wanted to be a light reference, mine was a light reference to eugenics. <laughs> if we wanted to be real hacks, what we could do is we could start pontificating about what this means for America. America used to love a big, strong dog who did work. And now what do we love? We love a pretty little snuffler who wears a sweater and a diamond a collar. Snuffler. You know, so doesn't it doesn't it signify the queering of America, perhaps? That's what I would say. Same. <laughs> I have to go. This is. I, <laughs> I need to leave. I'm saying this in like this is what Ben Shapiro would say or something. You know. <laughs> yes, we're being we're being we're being Japis here, Holden. I, That's you the know difference. again. There you, you know, go. We're yes. the trans dogs are ruining this country. We used to have gender roles and Labradors, you know, <laughs> and, and Labradors. now all the teens are they them's, and America's favorite dog is a pretty little dog you put in a bag. The set your watch to it to a lab yes <laughs> and they're telling us on the tiktoks to, to drink bone broth as a soup oh my we yes, gotta talk about, talking goop. about oh goop. My God, goop we gotta talk we about need goop. to talk about goop i can't believe how much goop has just exploded everywhere in this last week and yes i'm talking about visceral pus <laughs> out of orifices that you don't want stop talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I'm actually a little bit surprised and embarrassed at how it took me a decade and a half to realize that Gwyneth Paltrow's whole thing is just like branded disordered eating. I never really saw it as that. You know, I I always saw it as like, oh, wellness, she's trying to get us to put weird stuff in our vaginas and she's trying to get us to put weird shit on our faces. But really what it is about is like, constructing these extremely elaborate rules for what you can and cannot eat. And anybody who has, you know, content note uh, for talking about disordered eating, anybody who has ever experienced disordered eating knows that this obsession with exactly what type of food you are putting in your body all day long, it just is like a roadmap yes. for disordered oh, eating. Oh, and not, not to mention intermittent fasting is literally just right. fucking uh, uh, some sort of weird way we've created a new acceptable form of anorexia. Right. It is insane. Right. The whole intermittent fasting thing, we're all going to look back at it and be like, what? 
Why? It's so crazy that we yeah. don't notice these health trends and like see them for how silly they are, at the, especially at this point when we've gone through how many iterations? Carbs. The only thing you're supposed to eat is carbs. That's the only thing you should eat. Right. Don't eat anything else. Uh, didn't we go through a period of that at one point when I was a lot younger? I mean, it's just insane. I remember the Atkins. Then there was the Atkins. Yeah. And then it was the opposite. Thing, so then you go the opposite way. And it really is what's crazy and like... Her whole thing, Goop's whole thing is like saying, and essentially for those of you that are not aware, Gwyneth Paltrow was on an episode of The Art of Being Well and was talking about her daily routine, which involves coffee that won't spike her blood sugar, her first meal of bone broth or soup, as she called it, at noon, and then eating an early dinner of lots of vegetables to fit her paleo diet. And she tries to fit an hour of movement in between her soup, quote unquote, and her vegetables. And now, again, this works for you. Unfortunately, someone is telling you that this is uh, like a, is enough for you to sustain your body on. And her whole thing is saying, I'm not telling people to do this. Right. I'm just saying what works for me. But you are a wellness influencer. Yes, yeah, your job is you to tell people what to do and what to do with their bodies. Yes. So don't give me this shit, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. What you're doing is dangerous. Yes. And you are triggering other people. For me personally, I call those thoughts Andre. I separate it from myself. And mm. when Andre comes around telling me to do things, I'm like, not today, Andre. Yes. Not letting you into my brain today, Andre. Yes. Because you become, as someone that has done this before, you yes. become obsessed with what you put into your body. Yes. And then how many years of go like how little can i eat yes right oh my god let's see how hungry i can be today and that is devastating to a person's brain yes goop you are being dangerous that, that i'm sorry but you literally your whole identity goop is that you tell people what they should do for their health so if she's going to come and say oh and so she has since responded and saying well this is it's because i have long covid and i'm working on inflammation and this like wasn't advice like I don't know. First you of all, you, that's no, no, no. Cause then you would have been like, well, things are a little different right now. Cause I have long COVID and so right. I'm like, had to change everything up. So normally it's this, but yeah, right now I'm doing this weird thing. No, totally. Totally. You your daily thing. Oh, you're such a liar. Totally. Ooh, and it's a slippery slope. And the next thing you know, you're going to be comparing Labrador retrievers to Nazis. <laughs> <It's all laughs> no, the American kennel club, the American kennel club. <laughs> <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yeah, right. And I, I also I saw there's been many great, you know, dietitians and people who 
do work around deconstructing all of the internalized disordered eating things that we have responding to this. But the idea that like starving yourself is a treatment for long COVID is also a very dangerous idea to put out there. It's just like, right. you know, that's weird to what even does that mean? What is your long COVID? I don't believe you have long COVID. I think you have constant fatigue and exhaustion because you don't take care of yourself at all. Right. You're describing a starvation diet. If yeah. you have long COVID and you are she changing, does. like you said, I just cracked it. I just cracked it. She doesn't have fucking long COVID. She thinks she does because she's not eating enough. So she thinks she has like fatigue from COVID. And she's constantly, obviously we've been talking about her for a decade on this show. She's constantly detoxing. Yeah. It's, and you know, it's just like, at what point, how, how do you, how are you detoxing when you haven't had anything toxic? In right. Like, like I don't get, years. I don't get that thought process too, where you're constantly detoxing or removing toxins and stuff. Oh my God. This just reminds me of this one woman on baggage. This shit show we're doing a watch along of. They do constant enemas all the time because they're constantly detoxing. And I'm just like, wait a second. Have you heard of anyone else needing regular constant enemas to right. be healthy? Why would you convince yourself that you're the only person who needs this constant regular treatment? Everybody else is wrong, Holden. Right? Don't you see? I, it's all in the shit, so Holden. Insane. It's literally shit. And I need to get the shit out of my body, It's so Holden. crazy. It's like, no. It's We're all, all going to be John Puzak. I was going to say, it's a real John Puzak situation over here. It is a John Puzak. It's, it's your already body is regulating itself. In fact, doing these things is just going to like throw your body off. You know what I mean? And There's, of course, you know, we want to say like, uh, what? Uh, nobody should be telling anybody else how to eat or what to do with their bodies, right? And like, I know a couple weeks ago, I kind of said something about Ozampic, like, ah, and we heard from somebody who was like, I'm actually trying Ozampic and it really works for me. Um, but and like, if it works for you, that's great because they do use Ozempic as a catch-all of like, oh, you're going to go Ozempic yourself where it's like, okay, this is all this hot take bullshit when it's really genuinely helping a lot of people. And if you're under the supervision of a doctor and you're doing, right, and the person who wrote in knew, like we were talking about Hollywood people using it as a abusive way weight loss tool. Yeah, I think it's more like celebs getting into it as a fad diet totally. thing. Totally. And I do still believe that is a thing and that is ew, ew. Totally. But yeah, it's just like, again, if the business you are in is telling people what to do with their bodies, then you go and just describe extreme disordered eating and not to mention the rectal ozone therapy. <laughs> and we please talked about the ozone therapy that she gets administered rectally, please. Yes, we may. Because, you know, the every person, you know, I'm like, I'm not feeling so good about myself. I think I'm going to go get some ozone shipped up my ass. I think that's going to make me feel better because it's going to get out the demon. Is that what, oh, like, it's I not literally even... just typed in, what is is ozone. I know. I know. I know. Like the like. You know the word ozone, right? I know that it's up yon, <laughs> and I know that it's a gas of some. We sort. haven't talked about it much since the nineties. It was a real like Jesse Spano was always talking about the hole in the ozone, the ozone layer. layer. And I think maybe we fixed it. I don't, I don't know. We think we did. <laughs> <laughs> we have fixed it. I don't think that that is the case. I'm gonna guess maybe it got so big that it's not a hole anymore. Uh -huh. It's just like the ozone like dapple. <laughs> The dapple effect of ozone that we've got up there. Well, either way, it's going into Gwyneth Paltrow's ass. Apparently, ozone therapy refers to the process of administering ozone gas into your body to treat a disease or wound. Now, this is um, not, not FDA approved. Yay. And I, I guess in my brain, what do you think? You think that somebody puts the ozone, they suck it into their mouth, and they go over her asshole and blow it in. <laughs> 
Like they're blowing up a balloon? Well, you got to remember, she's also on several IVs of, uh, she's uh, she loves an IV, quote unquote. She just puts IVs, instead of getting her nutrients from food, she gets them from an IV. So she's got several IVs going, it sounds like daily, and then she gets this ozone blasted into her ass rectally. So I... Uh, I, I mean, know. I'm saying this is someone that got vitamins injected from my doctor. I was at the doctor last week and she goes, do you want vitamins? And I was like, yeah, I love vitamins. That's <laughs> some L.A. stuff. She man. Does, <laughs> she said, okay, okay, I was okay. like, I love vitamins. So she gave me the vitamins. And then afterwards, I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why did I just inject it into Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. This, this is from the East Valley Naturopathic Doctors website, which I'm sure these are real professionals should be disbarred immediately. <laughs> this process involves introducing ozone into the body through the rectum. This may sound like a strange thing to do. However, ozone is easily absorbed through the walls of the colon to the bloodstream. Ozone administration enhances oxygen utilization in the body, which improves blood flow, helps reduce inflammation, and balances the immune system. Rectal insufflation is a minimally invasive way to use ozone in your home. That is just as effective as the blood methods, but requires no needles, no syringes, no discomfort. It does require more frequent administration to get as high of a dose as blood methods. You have to, do, so you got to do it a lot up your butt. <laughs> Best to proceed after a bowel movement or enema, but not completely necessary. Attach catheter to bag containing ozone. Lubricate end of catheter and anal area. Lie on back or side with knees drawn towards chest. Imagine Gwyneth Paltrow doing this, by the way, because this is what she does. You have him up at about 90 degrees. Insert catheter approximately four inches into rectum. Unclamp white clamp to allow gas to flow out of bag into rectum. Gently roll into bag and squeeze air in over one to two minutes. I'm sorry, but shouldn't we, you know, something that I have been seeing a lot of, I follow a lot of like uh, dietitians, people who talk about how to talk to your kids about food in healthy ways that don't perpetuate disordered eating. And one of the things that is really latching onto me is like trying to make sure that your kids have joy in food um, and that if they're having, you know, candy or cookies or ice cream, that this, that they're not, that they don't think those things are bad and that it's okay if they love those things and ex get excited about things and that we should have joy in food. And it's just always making me realize how many how much practice you get in your life denying yourself joy around food and thinking that excitement uh -huh, or joy yeah. is bad. But like, imagine whatever it is that Gwyneth Paltrow wants to do to her body, wanting to do this, right? Instead of, I don't know, Ooh. just like having a coffee that, that has cream and sugar in it. Instead, like, <laughs> right, I, it's so crazy. Also, by the way, so the way it comes across, you're like, oh, she went and did this weird treatment like once. no. The, re the recommendation is you do it once daily, Monday through Friday for three weeks. Oh then you take one week off and then you do it one to three times a week thereafter. Whoa. So if she's actually doing this the way that this is recommended, at least from this website, she's doing it very regularly and she did it very intensely at first. Three weeks once a day. One, uh, So one bag can be reused five times. Uh, one bag plus five catheters equals $50. 
So not bad. Oh <laughs> Every man can do it. Yeah, anybody can do it. Put on your cockroach hat, get your knees up <laughs> to your neck, and start getting ready for some ozone. Jackie, will you receive ozone re- rectal treatment for the sake of the show? <laughs> well, it'll be so much content, no. you you couldn't no. stop the content from I flowing from that. It would be What amazing. if we got you a Groupon? Like a Groupon yeah. ozone rectal I, therapy. I mean, I yeah, do Yeah, what love... if we get it funded by chat? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> love it to be yeah cheap well, i mean if i got a coupon if there's a coupon for it yeah no of course i'll try it i don't think i'm going to i don't think i want to and um would you guys try it let's say it's free let's say you're getting paid 50 dollars. all right so it's not a lot of money but it's 50 more dollars than you had what would you like would you i've never do i it? mean this is this goes into a weird thing for me i think maybe after a visit from the doctor this year because I'm 40 now, so I think I need to finally pop my butthole cherry. Yeah. Because like this speaks towards that for me, Jack. This is a sacred, encaged beast yeah. down there that's never been manipulated at all, digitally, anything. Set it free, man. You, <laughs> you can set, set it free. This is a crazy way to break <laughs> just, it in. Yeah. Right, just going this from zero to once a day, yeah. four inches. Don't, don't set it free with an unregulated drug shot directly into your ass. <laughs> There are more fun ways to get your ass it will cherry pop. Into a skeleton man, like it has turned Gwyneth Paltrow into a skeletoness. Then I might have to do it. I, I would love to click and clack my bones at the Halloween party this year. Holden, if I ever tell you you're looking more like goop, <laughs> I think you should really think about something right. in your well, life. You're becoming two dimensional. Like, Whoa, are you a piece of paper, man? <laughs> it's like I, I I know that probably a lot of people who were teenagers when that quote, who was it, the celebrity who said uh, nothing tastes as good as being skinny feels. Yes, it's like does being skinny feel good? enough to put something four inches no. up your ass ev- while your legs are in the air every day <laughs> feels pretty good it feels pretty like good. i don't think that we should aspire i don't for agree this. with that by the, the way like, yeah i feel like i'm on my way i'm currently on my weight loss journey and this is not true it feels really yeah, good to eat stuff. Is it's great, so good man. yeah it tastes it's so kate, good. kate moss kate moss and she has she has expressed deep regret over saying it so <laughs> as, that's, that's good but it is one of those thoughts if you are somebody who was struggling with disorder to get the time. You hear that thought and it just burrows its way into your brain and you never let go of it. Oh my God, that ruined my brain. I think about it all, all the, the time. time. I still remember it because word for it word. was something that was put into. Yes. Yeah. I am including, I'm putting something in our chat here because I think that you should read the headline for the first time uh, with me because it, I saw the headline next to our goop article and um, it just made me <laughs> smile because the article is titled Fan Poops in Aisle Near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at Broadway. Oh, wow. my God. Bro- Dude, the key is the Broadway show. You're pooping in the aisle of a Broadway show. That's like a Broadway show is one of the more show. like elegant. Amazing! It's not like the opera, but it is very fans. It is you, you walk into a Broadway theater, you're like, you know, you feel it. You know, you're a Broadway. Did is you it really? know that some, some like it? Like it. And, and the that? first line of the article is some like it. Dot dot dot. Steaming. Yeah, hot. yeah of course. <laughs> it was already written 
It's also you? great because there's a photo of Hillary and Chelsea with their playbills like, woo, we're at the Yay! show. And it's hilarious <laughs> to think of them taking that like, somebody took a big shit here. <laughs> I mean, I like to imagine that this was somebody like making some sort of very progressive political point, but it was probably the opposite. It was probably if somebody was taking a poop to make a point, my assumption is that it was some sort of like but her emails MAGA man, but maybe it was just a pointless shit that didn't have any politics to it. That would also be fun. Oh, I'm sad because Aww. I thought, like, I saw it said page six here is that a serial pooper has been stalking the halls of the no. legendary Schubert theater but it's not they there's not a serial pooper it's a sad old person incident that's what it's all that is oh is that what it is oh oh then that's sad i I didn't read the article (laughs) i would not (laughs) it's not a political political poop but i love that there were two turds for a second i really thought it was a political apprentice because there were exactly two turds sitting right (laughs) next to them so i thought they were saying like you're a couple (laughs) you're a couple It's not a sad person. No, that, it's a sad reason, and I didn't read through the article, but just fan poops an aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at Broadway show just That's got good. me, man. Sometimes headlines just, oh, I get got. The first insider says at, that after the most recent incident, an eyewitness, quote, spoke to the house manager who said it was actually the fourth time it happened. That Whoa. sounds like a serial pooper. It does sound like a serial pooper. What is going on? <laughs> wow. So one of the comments, because this is uh, page six, it wasn't close enough if it wasn't in their lap. Oh my God. <laughs> See again, this is you could have people from all sides of the political spectrum yeah, who actually yeah. do think that those two deserve to have some approval near them. And, and I sure she's allegedly probably murdered some people. Who knows? But people hate Hillary Clinton, oh, man. man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, people ha- hate her for the wrong reasons, even though there's plenty of right <laughs> reasons love to it, also man. think yes. that she's yes. they all fucking hate her for the wrong fucking reasons. I hate her for the right fucking reasons, that stupid lady. But I'm not saying anyone should take a dump next to no, her, okay? No, one should do that. That's Keep really weird and shitty. No, it doesn't matter how many, you know, <laughs> nameless, faceless people she has slaughtered uh, in her by her use of power, <laughs> all right? I mean, it's it's complete, you know. Don't put, she was the Secretary of State. You know, she got to have some blood on her hands. Don't put some shits next to her, don't though. Don't take a dump take near dump. her. <laughs> not at the Schubert Theater. Not during Some Like It Hot. Oh God! But it's just it's so. <laughs> oh like it's it. I'm only hot. sad that they didn't step in it," said Carolyn Forty Six, and then Razorback posted under that comment. It wouldn't bother Hill the Hag. She's usually up to her neck in the stuff. People <laughs> 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 are so funny with their political hate and comments. It's so funny. Uh, God, how angry are you? What is going? I hate to use the phrase "touch grass." It's so overused lately, but man, God, get out of this house you're in. Something. Oh. Things wrong. See the sun. Move, move somewhere. You're in the wrong town. It snows too much, or it rains too much, or whatever it is. You don't like the people <laughs> of the town. Get out of the town. There's no way you hate this person that much. Genuinely, you definitely Mine's, have issues. I think it's honestly what MJ was saying earlier. I think that it's just like a lot of joy has been sucked out of many things, and these people don't have enough joy in their life. Yeah, Go find some joy, will ya? You gotta find some joy. Get out some crayons. Draw a picture. I don't know. Do something. Talking. 
to a fan like Chris Farley does, go la, 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 <laughs> and make yourself just smile. Here, and this here's a good comment. This is a good comment that, that brings joy to the world from aspiring rappers 16 hours ago on page six. That's a tough act to follow. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're looking for here. There you go. Let <laughs> nice little zinger doesn't know one's hurt by it. That's just a tough. Act to follow. Yes. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And it may not be coming out of your butt, but it might be going into your mouth. Yeah, we're talking about Diplo, talking about oral sex with men. Did you like that? Yeah, that was a good good segue. You didn't know where I was going with it. (laughs) And I saw the look of just absolute astonishment on your face, MJ, about like, what the fuck is Jackie about to say? I'm looking at the list of articles you said. I'm thinking, what, what could go out of your butt and into your mouth, and it is a dick. Yes, it is. And we are talking about Diplo has said publicly that like he's gotten 100% sure that he's received a blowjob from a guy before. I don't know if it's gay unless you make eye contact (laughs) while the blowjob is happening, is what he has said. He's getting a lot of uh, getting a blowjob's not that gay, I think. And you know what? I'm with you, Diplo. I fucking understand. I like where he's coming from. I like I like this. Yeah, I, th- I think he's speaking towards, and I believe it too. I don't even think he's like ha- being like in uh, denial or whatever. No, I he actually says, think he's referring to a lot of group sex incidents because I'm going to go ahead and guess the like one of the most popular, successful DJs in the world been a part of a lot of rooms full of people fucking <laughs> situations. Yeah, I love how he's like, I can't right? even confirm or deny if I've gotten my dick right. sucked by a guy, but it probably has happened. It was a sea of mouths. Yeah. Just swarming around. It's interesting. I, sure. I actually feel like this is like, I really like this whole, I like everything he says. I feel like it's not gay if you look him in the eye is like actually the the least kind of open thing he says because that you could imagine like a teenage straight boy saying that and being like oh it's okay if you look him in the eye like and and when I just saw that quote I was like mm, that seems like a little slightly right. homophobic but the it's whole everything else everything else he's just like I'm not not gay and he says there's hot guys I think there's probably I don't know if that's going to be the thing that is going to set me over into the gay side totally. But he says that he could imagine, like, he thinks guys are sexy. He says there's been times that he's found a guy that he could imagine being a life partner with. Like, it's actually so open and accepting. But then it also is just like, eh, it's not gay if I don't look, you know? So it's like, it, and, and he also said masculinity is a prison. So it's like this fascinating little look yes! into this, like, deeply desirable, uh, mostly straight identifying person who also is like, Kind of just busting the door down in terms of being like, yeah, I think I might like to get my dick sucked by whatever gender, and I kind of like it. But also, I'm not going to say I'm gay, but I'm not going to say I'm not gay. I it's naughty, naughty. It's a kind yeah, of yeah, fascinating little view into how 
fluid and flexible, um, you know, a mostly straight man can be. I just really love the part because the sound clip is just and like it's not gay unless you make eye contact during the blowjob. Like that's all people are talking about. Right. But I think you like you said, MJ, the rest of the stuff that he's saying is very important. I love that he says like he's not that aroused by men, but he's much more of a vibe guy over gender. I which love I think that. Is a gr- I love. Uh, yeah, vibe, vibe, vibe yes. guy. I like that. that. I completely, I, I completely identify with Diplo in this, and I think it's an important, good conversation to have. Totally. The fact that he and the fact that it's so great that he's so open to it and I feel like he is I don't even know how old Diplo is let me look this up because I feel like this is something that like he seems like he's more our age and I feel like yeah oh he's 44 wow man he looks great is he eating bone broth? <laughs> um, he's more well, like boner broth. Am I right? Oh, yeah, you are right. Well, he also did just run the LA marathon in less than four hours. Damn. So, damn, dude. Well, whatever he's doing, it's working for him. Well, now I'm just looking at pictures of Diplo. Sam, I'm just distracted at how good <laughs> Diplo looks. Lost myself thinking about because then I saw a picture of Orville Peck and yes, Diplo, and then I'm me like, too. yeah, I'll watch that tape. Can we see this tape? Where's that tape? Yeah, I will absolutely watch Uh that tape. But how different would our lives, like imagine when we were teenagers, if we saw a like famous and beloved, uh, you know, straight man say something like this, like I'm more of a vibe guy over gender. My entire brain would have been more open than it was in the entire four years of high school just by hearing. Think about like, yes, like exactly. Think about if Sam Neill said that. If Sam Neill said that around the time of Jurassic Park, I would have been like, slip, (laughs) going down the slide of I love vibes. I don't care what you got. Like this is what I, what I was jokingly saying that the French bulldog is queering our nation. Like I actually, one of the things that's so frustrating about the drag backlash and all these horrific anti-trans bills going on is that like, I don't know if I'm right about this, but the sense that I get is that we really are like youth, especially not fully, but for the most part really are just so much queerer, so much more open-minded and so many of these boundaries that we all lived in for so long are coming down and everything that we're seeing is a reaction to that. Right. And this is just like a fantastic example of that. Like I'm a more of a vibe guy over gender is just such a fantastic Thing for a guy who mostly fucks women to say, you know? Yeah. I love it. Holden's just, Holden's just a vibing by just himself. Vibing, over there. I feel like, are you also looking at pictures of Diplo? Oh, yeah, dude. I want to feast on his uh, <laughs> arms, his upper arms. Yeah. <laughs> on his upper arms. Okay, yeah. Arms. No, no yeah, I mean, I, I, well, you just brought up the trans side. I mean, I just can't believe it, uh, or the, not trans stuff, the drag stuff. I just can't believe it. Any of that's it's so out crazy because I, I always I, I'm like I just became like a huge fan of drag like I'm like watch every season of Drag Race so it's funny I think it's and this is how privileged I am it's one of the first times people are going after something I'm like a massive fan of mm-hmm, yeah you know what I mean why lots and, of people and, hate Swifties <laughs> I mean, could you imagine there was like anti T Swift legislation oh you know my what I mean God. And, and I'd known about it. like we've on Wizard of the Bruiser, we did, I mean, I can't, and, and you you look back, you're like, I can't believe this was the thing. I liken the drag issue to the satanic panic around 100%. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, 100%. It's so embarrassing and stupid and completely ignorant. Yes. And just like, 
so such a waste of time that we're all going to look back on and be like, how embarrassing were these fucking losers? Absolutely. Try, wasting all their time yes. trying to ban Mortal Kombat totally. or ban Dungeons and Dragons under these completely illegitimate, totally just uneducated understanding of I, them. Yeah, totally. You know the, I mean? the, the, the trans panic, which is intertwined with the drag panic, is totally the satanic panic. Really, you think that there's just like a secret cabal of like trans women who are grooming children in Ridiculous. secret, turning them all and, and, and by the way, you're, you're not wrong about there being a cabal, and I'm not saying anything new here, but um, it just it's in the Catholic Church, bro. <laughs> Not fucking, like, in fact, a lot of drag queens, like, hate kids. They think they hilariously don't enjoy children's, the presence of children. <laughs> so it's kind of the opposite of anything when it comes to that stuff. And and then the other part where it's, like, the idea that they just think it's a one-to-one -one of, like, what kind of performance that would happen at one in the morning for a bachelorette party at a drag club right. is going to be the same exact thing that they're going to do for kids at a library on a Sunday them. afternoon. Yeah. Right. It's so insane. And I even saw a really blue comic on Twitter going off about how they also don't trust the, the that that and the drag queen book reading thing with, for their kid. And I'm just like, Jesus that's Christ. literally like saying you would go to a book reading for your child's class and do your material you do at the fucking, you know, at the fucking, uh, well, they, they didn't get past the cellar, but whatever <laughs> shit room you're in at one in the morning. I mean, it's like, how do you not see that? Like, how do you not see the one-to-one -one there? Like, that that, that you know it's just so funny it's just like you know i don't know i could go off for it's so crazy to see yeah. it and and it's so unfortunate that the human psyche exists like this a lot there's a lot of empathetic people who fight for everyone but you know it's like the blood doesn't get boiling until someone's coming after something that you like genuinely love and and i feel personally attacked i took winnie to rupaul's drag con yeah last year, and we attended like there is a children's section and they of, were doing yeah, drag queens do awesome. hosting yeah readings and it, you know, it's just so, so I'm like, wow, they're really like, they're really hate me. Yeah. They you know would actually, I mean? right. Like people would actually think that you're a bad father yeah, for taking your baby to a drag con. Fucking yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. You know, because it's like, just go, just go and see it and be a part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think ignorant. I think when you said ignorant, that is the key. Word yeah, here. totally. It's so it's so ridiculous and disgusting. No idea what's going on. Much and Dragon had some, you know, had some pretty flamboyant like stuff. People wearing some crazy gear and stuff like that. But on a at a library on a Saturday afternoon, especially, no one's showing up with like their fake like their plastic tits out of their dress doing like boner material. <laughs> no, you know they're, what I mean? They're reading, you know. Don't let the pigeon drive the bus in a beautiful yeah. dress with a in beautiful a face of makeup. Just like a princess would. Yeah. Or Wait a, a second. Who's letting would? pigeons drive the bus? <laughs> Mo Willems is letting them drive the <laughs> bus. Oh my God. That's what I have. I take umbrage with. Get those pigeons out of that bus driver's seat. That's putting the kids at risk. It's so funny, man. And it's yeah. such a waste of time. There is a lot of evil shit going on, too. Very much. There is so much heinous shit going on that you could absolutely be fighting for in the name of your religion. You know what I mean? And it's just such a waste of time. Yeah, like Milf Manor. You know, go I ahead. I need to be fight released from it. We finished Manor. it last night. It's I done. It's to be done. It's done. I, it's it's done. done. I'm, I thought, you know what? 
came in like a lion, went out like a lamb. Yes. Just like the, went out I, like I, a I lamb. was bored. Uh, the yeah, last was episode bored. was extremely Boro Snoro. Very bored. They did not know how what to What a Boro Snoro way to end. And it just was so uncomfortable. Like it just, and it still managed to continue to be uncomfortable. Like geez, every now and then you're just like, he's so young. He's so and young. And she's so old. Yeah. yeah. No, it didn't, it didn't like right any wrongs. It just left in a Boro Snoro. It wasn't like, oh, you know what? We probably shouldn't have had a 20 year old on this show. <laughs> Instead, it was just like, yeah, I'm 20, and I still look like a child. That's what I want to see in reality now, is is if it's especially trashy, the very last episode's just the producers apologizing for what they did. <laughs> like, we made a big mistake. <laughs> Sorry, we did this. Yeah, we shouldn't have. Yeah, the panty episode may have gone in a little fact, too I, far. In fact, this is one of the only shows where, for a reunion episode, I don't want any of the cast. I just want the people behind the camera to sit on couches and just be interviewed because of, of no other show weeping yeah just being weeping like, for their for their guilt so what were you thinking when like <laughs> yeah you decided to have them all like give each other massages like did you want to throw up like we wanted to throw up <laughs> when the boys were massaging their own mothers and their mothers were moaning in sexual ecstasy was that something that you felt proud of is that why you got into this business it's it's the only uh, reality show I watch where I did not choose to follow anyone on Instagram because I don't want to know what they're doing no because yeah, they're all perverts. Well, there's no way any of them stay together. And I love the fact, too, that, you know, all they had to do is, like, try. I mean, there's no way they probably could have cast this using just one town because, like, they probably did just get the five mother-son teams that were willing to do this. But, yeah, it's like they all live completely other sides of the country, too. So there's a- extra no way any of these people are going to stay together. Unlike if they did, like, hey, it's, it's MILF Manor. Atlanta, Milf Manor, Miami, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Lord Instead, help us all. One person inevitably lives in like LA and another person lives in Miami or whatever it is, right? So it's just like, oh, so you're going to be in a long distance relationship at <laughs> with the a 20 age year old. Of 55 with a 20 <laughs> year old boy. You, that. Uh, okay. It's going places, guys. How dare you try to break their love? Oh, my God. <laughs> and how dare I not introduce? Uh, I got I got on my high horse. Let me get off. All right, nippers. I'm going to get off of you now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, nippers. Bye, nippers. Everybody hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Did Jeremy Renner lie about his recovery journey? No. This one's evil. No. But I'm running out of wow. <laughs> are we say are we like going to be truthers about the snowplow? Allegedly, there may have been uh, false news about the. No, this is completely unhinged, Mag. You're unhinged. <laughs> allegedly, I'm going to go ahead and allege things about the person who wrote this. Sit this in. They had the conspiracy itself. Okay, we don't believe, and you're unhinged. <laughs> allegedly, let's get into it. Hi, this is my first time writing in, as I'm a huge fan of conspiracies, but like in a healthy way, not like a flat earther way i am thrilled to finally have one to write to you about i don't know this one's a little i don't know we want to support this person they're writing in for the first time we love you and we love your theory we love you Meg. we support your theory to a degree (laughs) okay we all know jeremy renner was seriously injured on January 1st in a snowplow accident. And from everything I read at the time, he suffered traumatic injuries to the chest and to at least one of his legs and needed multiple surgeries to put himself back together. Reports said his leg was crushed in the accident. There even were rumors on Twitter that he was going to need to get one or both amputated. Fast forward to January 21, three weeks after his accident, he posted Instagram saying he broke 30 plus bones that he's healing and will come back stronger. Yet, in this photo, there is not a cut a scrape 
or even a, a cast in sight. Oh, no. There's a small bandage on his left foot, but does this look like a man who has 30 plus broken bones? Does this even look like Jeremy Renner? Awful suspicious, since the photo doesn't even show his face. Whoa. Anyway, maybe the perception that he's recovering swiftly matters to him for some reason. Marvel money, perhaps. Thanks for reading, and thank you so much for your love of Cats 2019. You make me feel less alone. Okay, bye. Oh, and so if you want to, la- If you don't remember here, I'll link the uh, Instagram uh, for... I mean... You know, it's a. I feel like it's a dingo ate your baby situation. Like you know, I feel like at the end of the day, you don't know what that looks like because you've never been through something like that. But um, I don't see a cast. I don't the see dingo a dingo really Whoa, did eat the, the baby, dingo, and so. the dingo really did eat the baby. And Jeremy Renner, I'm going to have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he really did get horribly injured and had a miraculous recovery in just three weeks. Yeah. It could, what do you I think? Mean, we have to admit that it's, 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 it makes sense that there's a conspiracy theory around it. Especially when it comes to Marvel money and him having to get back up that I do wonder that like that maybe they are encouraging him to be like, you're doing really well. Uh-huh. Let everyone know you're doing really well. So right, maybe it's one right. of those kind of things. Totally. I definitely think he got uh, run over by the plow, though. I yeah. was going to say a reindeer, <laughs> but I was thinking of grandma. Renner got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, man. Walking. Yeah, he was all over at our house Christmas uh, Eve, man. <laughs> Chris Evans left a nice little comment. He said, that's one tough MFR. Has anyone even checked on the snow cat? <laughs> Sending so much love. Wow. Oh, that's nice, Chris Evans. That's great, Chris Evans. What a little cutie. Um, I think it does look like, I will say in this picture that you sent, um, it does look like his legs are fairly atrophied though yeah. ah, as if yeah, he's not been they... walking on them for weeks yeah <laughs> I think if anything <laughs> I think whatever Jack you're getting paid by Big Marvel <laughs> yeah I, oh, if I was getting paid by Big Marvel I wouldn't be sitting here with my cockroach hat on <laughs> she got a nicer bucket I'd, hat yeah, yeah you'd have, have a much like a nicer crazy good hat. bucket no you'd be sitting there you'd just have that crazy good bucket hat it would be huge <laughs> but yeah I think, I, I'm think with Jack I think the kernel of truth to this conspiracy theory is that probably if you are a celebrity and you are horribly uh, injured in a snowplow, freak snowplow accident, it is probably in your financial and career best interest to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm totally fine, I am not permanently disabled, because of course, Hollywood has no idea what to do with you if you are disabled, and so... That is the kernel of truth that makes sense. That maybe Jeremy Renner is like has to be like Jackie said has to be like I am good. My leg is really not fine. crushed by a snowplow. <laughs> I have made a miraculous recovery. Yeah, Jeremy, we're gonna need you to. F- I'm gonna need you to fail walking on your legs in a video for us to <laughs> for preview. Us to so can you please send us a video of you trying to get out of bed and collapsing to the floor in <laughs> agony, and then maybe, maybe we'll believe it if the acting isn't too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually. <laughs> got horribly injured Meg I really appreciate you writing it for the first time though much love and uh, you know back to the drawing board I love Maybe it we can get- I love the conspiracy <laughs> theory though your head is in the right place I love where you're coming from Absolutely. is it though yeah. are, this person yes. is sane and well adjusted yeah because I want to see where their brain goes when they create more conspiracy theories right yes. we gotta try to p- plod them further yes. into it keep them coming for sure yeah thank you so much so I guess I mean I guess it's time for the list oh Who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Celebrity name change. 
strange backstories. There was quite a few in here that I don't think I look into people's name changes too often. And um, uh-huh. this, I had no idea. Leonardo DiCaprio, old 25-year-old fucker himself, first name was inspired by none other than Leonardo da Vinci. While his mother was pregnant with DiCaprio, she and her, his father were looking at one of da Vinci's paintings when little DiCaprio started kicking furiously. His father then decided that Leonardo would be a good name. Now, that is not a name change. I was going to say, they really are starting it off <laughs> not a name very change. poorly. Very, very poorly. That's just but that name. is where his name came from. That's just from. how you name a baby. You get an idea, and then you have the baby, and, and you, then you name, name the, the baby. baby. Uh, Jackie, but what is what? Because I know for a while you were making us refer to you as Jackie Fierce. Was that inspired by Beyonce, or was that your own doing? No, that was like my own thing. That was like like I don't take anything from Beyonce. Really, it was like right after the Sasha Fierce album came out, and you kept doing the dance moves. No, that was like my own thing. That's like me. Actually, she took it from me. Yeah, and that was very. And I had the flute, and it was like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then we were like, "Are you just doing Lizzo? Because now you're just trying to play flutes like on stage Mm. during Mm. performances, like right after Lizzo started doing the flute's name is Sasha B. Fluten. So I feel like. That is, uh, <laughs> that's part of my your journey, yeah. yeah, yeah, and my journey. Thank you for understanding where I come <laughs> from in this. Though I will say, on the leftovers, we are going to. Speaking of Bay, we are going to be talking about Swarm. So hold on to your butts. And if you're not watching Swarm, everyone should be watching Swarm. Hell yeah. Anyway, Check out, oh, by the uh, leftovers, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. If you'd like to support that, leftovers is our bonus episode every week. We talk about the articles that didn't make it to the show. Back to you, Jackie. Robert Downey Jr., also another, not really a name change. My real name is Robert Elias. The Iron Man star revealed that his father, filmmaker Robert Downey Sr., changed his name so he could join the army as a minor. This makes no sense. Change his name so they could, I I mean, I, I know that, like, my dad also signed up for the Navy as a minor and like had to do some like weird shit to be able to sign up. So you have to do it so that they can't, I guess like, I, I'm assuming can't like find like a birth record. I see. So then they just take you in. This is I don't think it works like this anymore. Uh-huh. Probably I think it's not. been quite some time since it's worked like this. So I think he just shifted his name so that they wouldn't be able to find him so that he could enlist. Gotcha. This makes me just so jealous sometimes of the old timey enlist. days. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I love the army and I love yeah. you know, fatigues and being fatigued. Yeah. I love it. And I love you know, my big guns that I I have yeah. and everything you know life or death I situation love everything about it oh yeah. yeah no just how back in the day you could be like i'm no longer a podcaster named holden i'm now a cheesemonger named simple steven yeah and i live you know what i mean and you just like could just do it fucking absolutely completely change your life at a moment's notice know. and you probably wouldn't get found out by simply just Literally traveling to the next town over. You didn't even have to go very far away. You know, it just, it's, 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 it was a simpler time. I feel like gone are the days where you can have a secret second family. Yeah. yeah. And isn't that sad? Yeah. It is sad. You know, our grandparents, they could have as many families as they want. We didn't have to know. Yeah. Yeah. The first original wife doesn't have to know about it. And I feel like that's something that's going by the wayside. And isn't that yeah. sad? No one gets two full Christmases anymore. You know? 
And that's a bummer. Diplo was was not the only <laughs> heterosexual man to discover that you can be a little bit gay, but all those other guys just had a secret, you know, gay family on the set. Yeah. It's just secret, you know? So uh, some of the secrets are being unearthed here on our list, <laughs> including, which I genuinely did not know, Alicia Beth Moore, also known as Pink, got her stage name from Mr. Pink I in Reservoir that. Dogs because she shared the Steve Buscemi character's sassy and smart-ass attitude. Yeah, that's It nice. may also, uh, this is weird though, it may also be due to a bullying incident where her pants were pulled down in public and everyone made fun of her pink but cheese. Okay, is it one or the other? Yeah, I think it's the first two one. completely different first things. One. Very different ones. Is she actually now? I don't believe this list at all. Is she even a fan of Reservoir Dogs? I now I need to know. But I will say, I hope that's true. I wore out my Reservoir Dogs VHS in high school. Like I, that was like my favorite movie back in the day. So I'm uh, a huge fan of Steve Buscemi in it as Mr. Pink. Does this make you like Pink more? Or does it make you think about her pink butt cheeks as she's being bullied? She, everybody says always the same thing. Like she does all those aerial stunts in her live show and it's incredible. She's pure muscle. It's all I want to see her show. Every muscle. She's like a horse. <laughs> she uses every muscle in her body. And you're just like, I know, I know. She does the aerial stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, she's great. I I think it's illegal for me to be like, I think she's slightly Boros Snoro. So I'm going to say she's really awesome and everything <laughs> she does is amazing. I mean, I would say illegal when it comes to your number one allegiance. Yes, because I think that there could be some aspersions. Might be cast. some aspersions cast towards, towards my you. number one for being both Snoro uh, and yeah. Boro. I didn't say She's it. a bit of an Aurora Boro Alice. <laughs> Are you saying yeah. that right Oh now? yeah, a little bit. And uh, you know what, Holden, this made me think of you and this is part of the reason why I chose this list today 2 Chains' initial rap name was Titty Boy nice and fuck yeah that's because he was the only breastfed child in his family that's great but according to him 2 Chains was a more kid friendly name and expressed his interest in jewelry love yeah, it Titty Boy but Titty Boy made me think of I love you. the titty idea of everyone great. in the family just calling the baby Titty Boy because he titty nurses boy. <laughs> I think that's great I think I, I, think I need to uh, yeah, probably go with that if I do get back into the hip hop game, which I was considering. I was going to go with Holden Fierce, but I think I'm going to go with Titty Boy. Yeah. Well, because you know that it would be stealing from me and you don't want to steal from right. me. And the flute and the other two women. Mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but also then there was one for you, MJ. Ace of Cake star Duff Goldman got his nickname when his big brother couldn't say his real name, calling him Duffy as a baby instead of Jeffrey, which is adorable. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. And you know that my allegiances will always lie with the cake boss and not with the ace of cakes. Yes. Even though the cake boss has done several very questionable things and I should probably choose ace of cakes. Maybe I should probably choose ace of cakes. You know, Ace of Cakes is really his star is rising. He's a judge on all the baking championship shows now. And I've come around to the Ace of Cakes. And it's cute. Everyone has these cute little stories. Like, like I have a friend who's, whose name is Alexandra, but she goes by Sasha because her brother couldn't say Alex. And like, I like that when you get a lifelong nickname from a two-year-old, you know, yeah. just because the two-year-old can't say your name. I think, I think so that's cute. cute. I mean, we called, I, I called Henry Buddy for a really long time because I couldn't say Henry. So he was our, he was just just called Buddy for a very long time. Oh, he should be he Buddy Zabrowski. That would be a great stage. Yeah, yeah. Buddy's All right, great. I'll tell him to get on it. Say, change it up. <laughs> Bring it back. Now this, 
I had this revelation. I think I talked about it on Ice Planet Barbarians, which also you can go check that out over on our Patreon where I read to you Ice Planet Barbarians. Charlotte Emma Aitchinson couldn't think of a good stage name, so she picked her MSN screen name, Charlie XCX, which stuck after she got famous. Did, was it Charlie XCX? Because XCX sounds like you're spelling S-E-X, but it's not. That's what yeah, I always yeah. thought. It I was. had no idea until I said it aloud. And then I was like, oh my God. She was probably doing the thing like when I was Evil Duck 59 because it was close to 69, but it wasn't uh-huh. 69. Right, right. That that's what a young person does where XCX sounds like sex. That's yes. awesome. Totally. I love that. I love it. And that's my list for you guys today. Hey, it's it's a me, it's a Mario, and the list is a dog. Chris Pratt? <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt, oh what did you get God, How did you get here? That's the voice he's going with. Everybody knows what everybody knows. And oh, don't you lord what you know over everyone. Is that amazing for you? But what you don't know is this. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see them. Yeah, whatever. This A-list singer slash actress has a tracker on her actor husband's phone so she can see where he is 24-7. Who's the funniest? J-Lo. Yes. (laughs) J-Lo Ben Affleck, man. You give the best blinds, dude. They're always innocuous. They're net like most blinds are like too dark. Or I it's like who knows this housewife from this one housewife show. But man, J-Lo and Ben just just regularly give good blind. They really have such a complicated relationship. I want to just be so happy for them that they're back together after all this time. And then every blind is like, they hate each other. No, they you love know? each have other. Have you ever seen Ben Affleck in any photo he's ever in? That is part of it. He, that's what he loves to live in. He wants that sad Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jackie, what were we going to say? I was going to say, I started looking up that, like, I think that they are genuinely, uh-huh. I think that she is just fairly controlling, but I think he <laughs> loves it. <laughs> exactly. And I think, like, and doesn't that not work? Like, if both people are consenting and, like, he's down, like, he's into the, like, being, like, having a mommy, and I think that that's, like, great for them. Exactly. I think I, I'm happy for them. He gets the text, like, Dunkin' Donuts again. I thought we were choosing better coffee alternatives. And he just lights his cigarette and sips on his Dunkin' <laughs> and just goes, man, she always look at what I do. And that's like he loves, he lives, he wants that. He craves that type of energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, he did clarify finally what they were talking about at the Grammys uh-huh. when they were, when like she was looking like she was scolding him when he they didn't know that they were being shot. Uh-huh. And apparently, um, Ben Affleck said, I saw Noah approach and I was like, oh God, they were framing us in the shot, but I didn't know that they were rolling. I leaned into her and I was like, as soon as they start rolling, I'm going to slide away from you and leave you sitting next to Trevor. Affleck explained. And then she goes, you better fucking not leave. Aww. And that's what they caught him or, or saying, to which also... That's just a cute that's interaction cute. to have caught. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cu- all right. I you're he likes to be dominated in a in a like 
you're a sad boy. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you what to do. And she's just so, oh my God, she doesn't even drink caffeine. (laughs) Can you imagine looking like her that she doesn't even drink caffeine? How does she do it? I hope that I know, Holden, you think she's Starbucks, but I love her. I didn't. Okay. I did not. I live and die by the blade. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I do. That's why you should enlist. I think that you live and you die by the blade. And I think that you are who I want. Right. Protecting me. Thank you. All right. So I'm not saying anything. All thinking about some fucking blade right now and having to clean it and sharpen it later. I'm not thinking about J-Lo. I'm not calling anyone Starbucks. I love too that if she's Starbucks it's been Affleck's and Dunkin' Donuts they make a perfect pair. Yeah. Oh, they make a cute pair. I like that they're Star- Starbucks is good. My favorite pop star slash singer slash artist slash woman of all time. And yes, I'm considering my wife when I say this. <laughs> It's Starbucks. <laughs> Taylor Swift is Starbucks. <laughs> Taylor Swift is Starbucks. Uh, this, a- all right, by the way, this is in the category of I'd watch that tape. Ooh, okay. This A-list actor with one step out of the closet sure has been spending a lot of time with this A-list actor who has his entire body firmly still in the closet. One is like the actor these days. The other one is in the shallows. Fucker. Oh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. We all know P- Bradley Cooper. Just get out of that closet. We're here for you. And who's number one? Who's number one? No, numero uno actor these days. Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Oh, would you watch that? Uh, goosh, goosh, Holy. Goosh, 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 goosh. I'm sliding wow. down. <laughs> Give it to me. I'm sliding forever. I should have kept the link because this will hotten it up even more. They were recently spotted going to Beyonce and Jay-Z's post-Oscars party together. And they do kind of look like they're on a little bit of a date. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm yipping for it. That really steps up Bradley Cooper from what I'm going to say is like a B in my head to an A. Yes. That that is an upgrade. You're 100% because he's not my type on his own. Bradley Cooper plus Pedro Pascal, though. I mean, yeah, right? Sign oh me up. So I'll hot. be in the splash zone. I'm ready. For <laughs> but at that point, it's like, why wouldn't you? Well, there's so there's many reasons so why you wouldn't want to come out. But so, it's just like, it but you'd be such a. It's such a hit now in a lot of ways, but I guess only in this one Hollywood bubble. But everyone would be like, yeah! Like, yeah, you know I mean? yeah like, like a that's, parade for them. Yes, that is like the most exciting way to come out is to be like, oh, I'm in a relationship with the man everyone on earth is in love with. Oh my God. <laughs> come on, please, it's a no-brainer. Please. I know. But you got to deal with your family. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Society. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is our final blind for the day. Everybody get ready. Clutch ready. your pearls. Fix your monocles. Glue your monocles back together. The 10 minute version of a song got sung last night, but there are thoughts of making it regular length or two, so two or three other songs can be included in the show. Tay. Like all too well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just me she giving it. She's talking about her whole life. Ten minutes <laughs> of it. That's her. a little bit like doing Paradise by the Dashboard Light a Karaoke. I, I you know, say, you don't want to do a ten minute version. I will say, yeah, I was concert. like, okay, here's the timeline on this. She mentioned that there was like a ten minute version with curse bombs, f e curse bombs in it, way long ago in like interviews. Everyone's like, what's this version? I got to hear this version. Then she puts out her version of Red and she ends it with a bang with the 10 minute version. We're like, we get to hear the 10 minute version. Then we hear the version. Then she's like, all right, now I'm going to play it like a lot. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I like the, I, I think, am I the only, am I going to get, I'm probably going to get cursed or probably. something or people put snakes in my mailbox or something. I think I like the simpler version better at the end of the day. I mean, there's some cool little 
insights in the 10 minute long version about like what her relationship was like with uh, what's his name with Spider-Man or whatever. Jake Gyllenhaal. With, to- with Jake. Oh, it's not Spider-Man. It's Jake. It's Jake with uh, Donnie Darko. Uh, Donnie Darko, whatever. Right. It gives you some more insights in that. He had the fuck the patriarchy bracelet or whatever or what the shirt or whatever it was you know what I mean <laughs> which is all bullshit he was a quote unquote feminine you know when a guy wears a shirt saying they're a feminist usually they're super not <laughs> secretively but it's true anyway that's the whole thing it's true but uh, uh, you know it, it, at the end of the day I think I like the actually the pared down one that they went with like for the you know that they you know because that's what you do you take a long oh yeah, it's so long the best and you go chip, 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 yeah. chip, and then you get the core of it yeah you get the bet and then you put it in yeah. right and now and then i saw it was like all too well 10 minute version i was like really i was like i agree get a couple more songs there there's only and so really i'm just bringing it up so i can complain <laughs> there's only one sp- song from speak now i think speak now is an amazing album i think i like it better than fearless there's only one oh song my god enchanted is the only song i also want to throw it out there in case you didn't know and you don't care and you're like whatever right now you're literally mouthing whatever right now in your car on the way to walmart uh uh she's also doing two surprise acoustic songs different every night she's doing one on piano and one on guitar wow it's so far it's been mirror ball and uh, uh this is me trying and she did uh uh ken mcgraw what's his name Biff McGraw, whatever his stupid name is from her self-titled. Tim McGraw? Tim McGraw from her from her self-titled Biff uh, album. It's the only song she's done from her first album so far. And I forgot what the other one is that she did, but she did another one. And she's gonna do a completely different two songs every single night. I saw I read this somewhere though. Unless she fucks the song up, then she'll do it again. But that's insane. Cause how many shows did she book? I love her. Look I at how Holden's coming alive. I'm so happy for Holden yeah. that he has this. I think that it's nice. I get that it's everyone nice. should have it's something. Nice. And this is why I say this. You got to have something to look forward to. Yeah. Book, buy that ticket, yeah. whatever it is. Or don't buy it if it's not a money thing. Plan that trip. You know what I mean? Or or do something. Paint a little clown on the tip of your penis. Or something. go to the dog park. Go to the dog you park know? and call them all Nazis. Start a rant. Start a rant about <laughs> eugenics at the dog park. Curb stomp no. some dog owners no, at the dog park. Know. Start a fight at the dog park. We all need some joy in our lives. No, no, that's <laughs> Oh, those fucking enablers, huh? All those dog park people. <laughs> but anyways, I love you, Taylor, and I love everything about you, and I especially love the part where people are so, like, upset to be talking about it. So I love all of it. Uh, and back to you. We have blinds, so... Can you see again? Me see. Welcome back. You have to be able to see so that you can go see Tay. Yeah. You have to get yourself ready. Are you going to be frothing until you go see her? I haven't picked out my look yet. And people are posting their looks on like the Taylor Swift. I think I'm just, I told my brother texted me. He was like, you're going to post your look to the Taylor Swift subreddit. Like everyone's doing that you're planning to wear. And I was like, I think I'm just going to take a picture of all of the edibles. I plan to eat <laughs> yeah. on the way to the show. And like, that's my Like that's my look. Cause I'm going to be wearing like, I'm going to probably be dumpy for this. I guess I'll dress no, up. You have to dress up. You better get a brand new fit, bro. So enchanted to me. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to wear a Taylor shirt to the concert or is 
that too? Is that cringe? I don't know. I don't use. I'm a PCU fan, and I'm not a big fan of wearing the shirt of the person I love at the concert. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always thought that was against the rules, but you got a lot of good Taylor shirts. But I also feel like the rules change when it comes to T Swift show. S- scream the songs out loud while she sings them unabashedly. Yep. Wear the teach. That's why I kind of one of the things I love is she's so Starbucks and she's so like lame and whatever in all these ways that you can just lean into that and be like actually not a snoot. It's like the opposite of like the types of indie shows that I went to in, you know, my 20s in New York City, totally. right? It's like there's no posing. You are, we're all posing, you know? Well, I did see a TikTok of somebody who dressed as a cat, like from Cats, Cats, for their ta- their favorite Taylor era. So you <gasps> could do yeah, that, that too. Oh. Maybe I'll tr- I'll confuse everyone, just wear a dog costume. <laughs> well, no, get the cat costume at least, but then do the <laughs> actual the prosthetic people, on your face. People will think, oh, it's aggressive because she's such a cat person. If I wore a dog costume, it would be very aggressive. Yeah, so. you don't want to be aggressive at the Tay concert. Lord help Lord you. God. I mean, yeah, then they're exactly. going to turn the, on you. Lord knows I will be like removed, eradicated from the stadium is there are just like actual dangerous men that look like me that really do want to like it's a whole thing well thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of page seven we we bipped and bopped all around and lord knows at the end of the day i've got my tiny cockroach hat on so really can't we blame the cockroaches maybe they crawled inside of my ear and were Uh. spewing different american history x logic into my (laughs) brain so i blame it on that hat. Sure. Please. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on TikTok over at Page 7 LPN and you can come hang out with me on Sundays and on Tuesdays and on Wednesdays over on Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No It's Jackie. I just want to reiterate that Jackie wants you to blame a hat on her comparing dog owners not to dog not owners, just the American Kennel Club. That's a Kennel. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine, let it be that. She wants you to blame a hat. Blame that. Big cockroaches going, Cockroaches came to life off of her hat, went into her ear. Just to visualize what she's asking you to do. Just stop for a second and think about it. Yeah, it's very uh, scary so funny, for me. Uh, think about what I'm going through. Thank you very much. I'm terrified. Uh, check us out, y'all. I need some conspiracy theories, all right? We're, we're throwing Jeremy Renner under the bus these <laughs> days. Please, page7podcast at gmail.com. Please, page7podcast at gmail.com. Conspiracy theories, blind items, all that good shit. Uh, please send them in. And it's the same goes patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. I see more and more people coming to our Patreon lately, and I think it's because we're putting out especially great work these days between Jackie's book readings, my show that I do with her weekly, The Leftovers. We talk about all the extra articles we have from the show. We've got our weekly watch alongs we do with MJ, Jackie, and myself, uh, where we've been watching Flavor of Love. That's at the $10 layer, what we call it the heavy side layer. <laughs> so check it out, y'all. Get on it. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcasts. And you know what? Fuck it. I guess I'll be real with y'all. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. All right. He's if you want to stop being polite, <laughs> which is what a lot of people do to me there, <laughs> twitch.tv. <laughs> I'm just kidding. People are very polite. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday through Friday streams. We have a blast. Check me out. Fridays, I stream with Jackie. Um, from 6 to 9 p.m. ET. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So, MJ! My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Hell yes, yeah. Yes, you are. Time for the shout-out song. Shout, shout, shout. Let it all out. These, 
these are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're gonna read them to you. Come on. Oh, just a huge old thank you guys for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. And you can send in your own shout out to page7podcast at gmail.com along with... Honestly, whatever you want to send in. We read almost everything that's sent in, unless it is specifically said for Holden in the subject line, which I appreciate for your conspiracies and your blinds. And I love you guys so much. And thank you for always uh, sending in such wonderful just connections and stories. And I appreciate you guys. Again, that is page7podcast at gmail.com. First up, we've got a shout out for Gideon's Burger King Lord of the Ring Cup. If you remember from last week's episode, when Gideon, in fact, did used to bring his Burger King Lord of the Ring cup with him to the bar. This comes in from Jess. I was 16 when Fellowship of the Ring hit theaters. One of my fondest memories of that time was driving to Burger King once a week to get the movie toys. There were 19 in total, and my mom and I had made it a mission to complete the set. It is the only fast food collection I had ever completed, and I still have it to this day. The one thing we could never collect was all of the cups. We were able to get the Strider cup, which my mom held on to. My mom had been clearing out her home the past year and brought the cup over to my place. I'd commented to my husband we had never gotten the set. He told me that his own family had collected the cups, but not the toys. Lo and behold, my mother-in-law decided it was time to clear out her home, and she had found three of the cups, the exact ones I had been missing. Now, after 20 years, the collection is complete. I started listening to Page 7 out of curiosity a little over two years ago through last podcast in Wizard and the Bruiser. While I'm not really into celebrity gossip, I love listening to the three of you and having a good laugh on my commute. Oh my god, Jess, and I'm so glad you started reading Akatar 2! Welcome to the Fae family, you beautiful Fae Bay. And yes, we're talking about the Akatar podcast. Oh, if you want to hear about our fairy fuck books, go on over to LPN Deep Dives, where Natalie and I get deep. And oh, we die quite into Akatar and its world that I want to belong in. But Jackie, this isn't the time nor the place to be talking about Akatar. We've got more shout outs to get to. Our next shout out goes out to Geneva. Geneva writes in and says, I'm writing to ask for a shout out slash positive vibes for my best friend and her husband. They are the absolute best people ever. They got married in 2016 with the intention of starting a big family and are two people who were meant to be parents. They tried for years to get pregnant without success, all while literally everyone around them announced new babies. My husband and I even changed our minds in 2020 from not wanting kids to deciding to have a baby and of course immediately got pregnant. This past year has been complete insanity for my best friends as they went through IVF. This is the shout out part. They did six cycles, which are egg retrievals, which was incredibly taxing on them physically, emotionally, and mentally. So a big fuck yeah to them for getting through that part with love and grace. That brings us to the positive vibes part. After six cycles of IVF, they only have one viable embryo. They are having the embryo implanted on April 4th, and I'm asking for all the page seveners to please send them love and good wishes and think, baby! Statistically, they have a very good chance of their embryo taking and them having the child, so they deeply 
deeply want it. I can't wait to be there with my best friend through her pregnancy and our kids can grow up together. I know the Page 7 community is so generous and caring and my friends deserve all the help they can get. So thank you all in advance. And if anyone else is going through something similar, my heart truly goes out to you as well. Thank you so much. Love, Geneva. Oh, I will definitely be sending good vibes over to you. And let's, oh, let's get our witchy powers together, y'all. Let's send some good positive energy to them. And thank you so much, Geneva, for writing in. And last but not least, I've got a beautiful shout out to Devin. Devin says, my wife and I both listen to the show separately since most of our days off don't line up. But I would love to surprise her with a one year wedding anniversary shout out. Our anniversary is on March 23rd. We've recently changed jobs and moved across the country where we don't know anyone and there's no one else I can imagine feeling so safe with in taking this big life change. It would mean so much to us if you could wish Rachel a happy anniversary from me. Oh my God, Rachel and Devin, you guys have the best anniversary. Congrats on your move and you got this. You're going to make new friends and you're going to settle into your new place. I could just, oh, I can just feel it. Devin also continues on and say, oh, I've known it was you from our first date. Since then, no matter what craziness happens around us, I have always felt safe knowing I have your unconditional love and support. I am so proud of you for starting this new journey and for taking the job you really wanted. You are the best person I've ever known, and I am so thankful every day to spend this life with you. I love you endlessly. Happy anniversary, baby. Oh, I love your love. Happy anniversary, Rachel and Devin. And happy love to everybody. I hope that you love yourself. I hope you give love to others. But definitely, most of all, to you. Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for your shout outs. You can write into page7podcast at gmail.com. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your lives to just send a hi, hello. You guys have a beautiful week, as beautiful as you are. If that can even be possible, have a great time. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.